Hey everyone, welcome back to the Four Pillar Effect. We have a special guest as always on the show. Everyone is special. Don't forget that you are as well. And I would love for you guys to leave me some messages. But anyways, today's guest is Seven. She is the host of the podcast named Ioska. You'll find out what that means in a minute. I had a little bit of trouble trying to find out what that meant during the podcast. And also, you'll hear some interruptions and kind of hard uh, transitions. We were having some connection problems during this recording. But nonetheless, I hope you guys enjoy. It was an awesome event interview, one of the best that I've done. And she's actually a life coach. So please listen and pay attention. Hey, how's it going? All is well. How are you? I'm good, good. Um, thank you for joining the show today. Everyone, this is Seven, and she is helping me on a couple of very special topics, and she is the host of, what's your podcast name again? It's Ioska. Ioska. Ioska for the Institute of Self-Knowledge and Awareness. Institute for Self-Knowledge and Awareness. Love it. So, um, can you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us kind of where you're from and what you do for a profession? Kind of a little background. Um, well, I am, my name is Seven. I live outside of Charlotte in a small community outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, I am a personal life coach. I have been doing so for about for about five or six years under the title, but um, as just in living life itself. That's what I've always done. That's what I've always um, been known for as far as healing the heart and mending the mind. That's kind of my life's philosophy. And so thank you so much for having me here today. I truly appreciate it. I can't wait to have more conversations, see what this is about. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and jump right into it so you can see what it's about. It's pretty much just like an interview and a little bit of bouncing back and forth ideas and things to help people um, as far as contemplating where they want to go with their life because it's all a choice, right? Um, yeah. So I want to talk to you about one of your episodes um, that was named An Obvious Truth. And you were explaining how you are you. And I, I was listening to you say that with so much passion when you're, when you're telling people you are you, you know, you, you don't have time to be thinking about uh, how to compare yourself to other people and wishing what they had, you know, just be happy that you're you. Can you please talk about that a little bit? Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's again, you basically just gave the principles of, of, of the whole episode. Um, there is no one but you from beginning to end. All the other people in your life are, um, are supporting characters or characters that you allow to be in your space, whether you allow them to or not to be people you choose to engage in. But in the beginning and the end, it is you. And so you should take care of you and take care of those um, those things around you that you allow into your space and things that you decide not to, just kind of having a general, really good sense of self, um, knowing who you are, knowing what you want, and being able to achieve those things without outside input from other persons on how to do it, but maybe the support and how you can achieve it. Mm, okay. So what would be your advice to someone who says like they don't really know who they are yet? Like how do how do they figure that out? Well, that's 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 common. 
that's again I've been a life coach for a long time and Mm -hmm. that is common because a lot of people don't know because they are so used to everybody else telling them who they are and so when it gets to the point where it's like okay I'm not any of these things I'm not any of these things that you've said that I am but now I've got to figure it out who am I the very first thing that I tell people to do is just to journal or or just to just to sit down and allow whatever thoughts come into their mind to just jot those things down about who you um what's the word who you who you just feel you are most aligned with of yourself what do you approve of if if someone were to say that you are a compassionate person if you don't feel like you're a compassionate person don't accept that it's it's really just being extremely extremely vulnerable and open and honest with yourself mm-hmm. that you can start going through the process of defining who you are not from anyone else's opinions wow wow yeah that's I, I agree with that that's like brutally and bluntly honest but yeah <laughs> but that's if that's what it takes I mean that's what it takes and I definitely agree with that uh, because I, I have a hard time kind of um I guess guiding people in the right way when they say, "Well, I don't know who I am," and uh, I, I've I've heard that from multiple different people, and it's just really hard for me to kind of put it into words. But I think you did a really good job there, and um, you also mentioned something about time in that episode, and you had another one. I didn't actually get to listen to the entire episode, but um, the title of it was "The Art of Time." So. Mm. Can you explain like the what you mean by the art behind the aspect of time? Um, time exists, mm-hmm. right? You can't slow it down. You can't speed it up. It has its own steady pace, and we are the ones who are trying to. We're trying to do all that <laughs> that managing of it. We're trying to mm-hmm. to slow it down, speed it up, make it stay right there. Like we're trying to do all that, but time just exist only because we gave it name right only because we gave it a name only because we gave it definition only because we have this measurement of it that's the only reason why the notion of time exists right correct so if you are of yourself and you have your own goal set for yourself then you go at it according to how your own personal journey goes Right. You don't spend too much time worrying about because if you if you spend too much time looking at time, then you'll say, oh, by 50, I have to be here. Oh, by 35, I have to be doing this. Oh, by six o'clock, I have to be doing this. Now, there are some things because we live in a world where time does exist. It is measured. We have to be to work on time. Those types of things. Right. But if it's something as far as like a personal dream, a personal journey that you have for yourself that you want to go to, don't focus so much on the time, focus on the small steps towards the journey to getting there because time stands stills for no one. It stands still for not, a, not one single person. So you have to go with each moment that passes and each moment that passes, you cannot gain back. So you have to make each moment in time um, memorable, uh, actionable, doing something that leads you towards the greater good of what you want to have. Right? right so that's that's just my whole notion of time move with it not quicker than it because you don't know what's going to come before it that's going to knock everything out right right you don't want to stand behind in it because if you stand behind in it like time's going to keep going and like before you know it, it's been five or ten years and you're kind of still in the same place because you've been talking about 
where things were two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Right. So you just keep you keep moving with it. You keep you keep going with it. Um, time, yeah, time is one of my favorite things. I love time. <laughs> wow. That's why yeah. patience. That's why patience is a true virtue. That's why patience is a true virtue. Why do you think that is? Why do you why do you think that? I mean, that's that's a saying in itself. But why do you think that patience is so powerful? Because you you because everything we just spoke on on just time, mm-hmm. like you understand that what will be will be, mm-hmm. and what I do right now will be will be a reflection of what I will have to come. So if I'm patient in this moment. And I believe in what it is, whatever it is that I want to achieve. And I am mo- going each moment in action towards that specific goal. Okay. It shall come. It shall come. Right. You just got to be patient. You can't expect it to happen right then or the next day or when you might want it to. But yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. I, feel, I feel like sometimes some people uh, fight against time. And what I'm, what, what I'm getting out of it is... Uh, when I say fight against time, I'm thinking like you were saying, people think about two weeks ago or two years ago. And to me, that's kind of like fighting against it and saying, Oh yeah. Oh, well, I'm trying to get back to where I was. Like, yeah. I yeah. hear that so often. Like, Oh, I'm trying to get back to the weight I was at, or, Oh, I'm trying to get back to where I was, you know, two years ago financially or something like that. It's like, that is, I feel like that's comparing yourself to the wrong you. Oh, yes, absolutely. Agreed. Yeah, I think that 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 you should compare yourself to the you now and if anything, the you that you want to be in the future, like, you know, and vice versa, kind of like, okay, this is the person I want to be. Who am I right now? And how am I, you know, like you said, working with time and having the patience to understand myself more and get to becoming that person that I want to be? Absolutely. So. Yeah. So you say that you're a life coach. What made you um, end up just like making that your profession? I know you said that you have been doing that like all my life. (laughs) Um, So I struggled with the title life coach and I struggled with it because um, everybody is a life coach. Everybody wants to tell you, you know, that that's like a popular title. And I and I hesitated at I hesitated from using it for a very long time because of that reason. Um, Just in general, again, my whole philosophy, my whole being is helping people heal their heart and mend their mind, right? How can I help you? This is where you are. I can see past where you are. And I can actually see where you want to become, but I also see that you're kind of stuck in your head in a certain space. And so whatever you want to call it, if you want to call it a life coach, if you want, like, it doesn't matter. I don't care what you call it. My, my job, what I do is help people heal their, heal their heart and mend their mind. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the title means not as much to me as, as what it is that I do and give other people. Right. Okay. And you feel, and you say you've been doing that for your whole life. So like <laughs> you always just kind of been like this wise individual able to give <laughs> advice and, or did, I mean, I'm pretty sure you had some things that you had to learn through or, and, and I don't mean like through experience because it's so many people, like even myself, I see people do things that are, you know, not good for them. And I learned through their experiences instead of me having to go through it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So is that kind of like who made you who what made you who you are now? Um, what's I've always been the one that people have gone to for um, 
for advice. I've also always been the one since I was very, very young, as I, as long as I can remember, five or six years old, being in the room of the elders within within um, you know family situations and soaking all of their wisdom out of them and when I um 16 15 16 when I could get a job my first job was working at an elderly center because I loved listening to their stories and and their lessons that they taught me you're right I didn't have to go through a lot I listened a lot I listened a lot because I understood that they went through the things that they were trying to instill in me and so from that information I just gave um because it was my they gave to me and it was my my purpose to give to them and it's just you know, sometimes I, I I don't I don't know I don't know courts. It's it's just it's um it's what people see me as and what I just give. Again, the title of it is not as important to me as just what I've always been known to give. Mm. Okay, so even at a young age, you like because I know a lot of people um, growing up, or usually what happens is people rebel against what people are telling them. Mm-hmm. And I see that, you know, that's not the, I'm, I'm not going to say right, but that's not the smart thing to do mm-hmm. uh, in most cases, especially when you have somebody who's older than you, who's lived life and who's trying to just give you some advice and you rebel against it. I think that that is definitely not a smart thing to do, but you see people like yourself and even, you know, me, I had to live through things and I listened. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I just grew. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, when people talk to me, they're like, oh my God, you're, you're only 24. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I thought, and it's nothing to do with like the way I look, but it's just the way that I talk. Yeah. So, you know, I think that, um, most of the time that's what hinders people is just like, they want to experience it for themselves. Like, yeah, that's the bad part, right? Yeah. Like, how do you deal with that? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's hard to like, listen to somebody and just be like okay i'm i believe that because you can't believe everything that you hear but at the same time it's like you have to make your own judgment and say okay you know what i don't want to go through that so i'm not going to do what this person did i'm gonna take that advice well i always say you need to set your own boundaries you need to set your own beliefs and you need to set where like really again your boundaries you need to know i'm not gonna go this far like if it's gonna cause me to do this or do that then that's just I'm not supposed to be that's too too close to the line right right? so you have to create your own sense of self based on your own values your own beliefs your own boundaries all of those things matter because then you will find yourself jumping into things full-fledged and you're like wait a minute Uh like I done jumped in this thing how do I get out? I'm drowning. I don't know what to do because (laughs) you didn't set boundaries you didn't set real like like you know um, limits, real limits on yourself. Know yourself to know and how to know what your limits are and how to set them. Mm. But I mean, okay. So one of my mentors, he he's older. He's like sixty, and um, mm-hmm. he he says all the time, like he's trying to reach his potential even to this day. And I'm pretty sure he knows who he is. Like I I know he knows who he is, but I think that you know people continuously grow until they die like either they grow um deeper into bad habits so they grow in you know to better habits to make themselves better or they grow into different (laughs) things that they might have to do yeah bless you and um i think that it's it's hard to really define like the boundaries when you don't 
have that like stern like belief like okay this is who i am but i'm trying to reach my potential so i don't know where to put that limit at on a boundary so pretty much what i want to ask you is what what are like some key principles when it comes down to setting boundaries um i think it goes right back to the beginning of our conversation you've got to get to know first yourself Mm -hmm. you've got to be honest and, and and set you have to you have to be willing to answer really difficult questions Mm-hmm. And that helps you set boundaries because if it starts making you feel uncomfortable, the thought of wherever this question has taken you or whether this answer has taken you, if mm-hmm. it makes you feel uncomfortable, that's a boundary. That's mm-hmm. a boundary. Wow. And then, and then some people might say, well, why? Why? Why did I feel that way? Like, why did that question or why did that answer make me feel this way? So I'm going to explore it a little bit more. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they explored a little bit more and they're like, oh, it was fear okay that's not a real boundary mm. that's something I can get afraid that's or nope that causes me I have children so I tell my children today if it if it causes you hurt or pain if it causes you harm to yourself mm-hmm. don't do it right if it's going to cause harm to others which which coincidentally harms you don't do it that's a boundary it's a clear boundary right you know so that's how I would say, that's how you first have to get to know yourself, ask those questions, figure out how those boundaries, what those boundaries are. And then when it comes to reaching into yourself, into your highest self, like that's when, that's when the work comes in, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Because you can know what your, you can know what your purpose is. You can know what it is that you need to do. We all know what we need to do. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But there's um there's this thing with consistency there's this mm. things where I just don't feel like doing it or you know like that requires a whole lot more of me to rise up and I really feel like being mediocre right now so I don't want to do that right but but again what happens is time continues on so while you're sitting there standing there in your mm. mediocrity you are allowing yourself to stay there you can keep going with time you could be like don't don't waste your time in that space stand up in it and continue on and develop the muscle and the discipline and the all of those things that you need in order to continue to move forward and to and and because you because you know because we've already talked about time right right if i don't do what i'm supposed to do i'm going to stay here and if i stay here long enough five or ten years are going to pass and then what i'm gonna have to do all this work that i should have did five or ten years ago to get to where i should be so why don't i just move now right See, to me, that that resonates with like the topic of health, because it's kind of like if you don't take care of yourself, you know, physically or, you know, uh, mentally, then eventually like that, that definitely deteriorates over time. And it gets worse. Like if you if if you aren't, you know, using your body and instead of abusing it, like, you know, I don't know why so many people are just kind of like it seems like obsessed with. I guess a club scene or like drinking on a regular basis, like that is more of a habit to them mm-hmm. than it is to like for healthy habits, like eating. Yeah. And that, that just really makes it hard for me to wrap my head around because it's like, you know, the outcome of this, if you continue to do it, like, you know, it has no redeemable value or any benefit towards you, you know, living a better life, but yet mm-hmm. you still do it. Why do you think people do it? Like, why is it so hard? Well, because it's so good, because it's so good. Mm. And why would I want to let up my my so good right now for like 10 years from today? Like I want like this soda tastes really good (laughs) right now. (laughs) So I want this cold soda. 
now. Mm. I mean, for no other reason that it's just it just feels good. It 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 it's I like it. Immediate gratification. Wow. Wow. So you think that's what holds people back, you know, from where they want to be 10 years from now is just like that urge or that just like instant gratification feeling. Yeah, that comfort that they want this right now. It's comfort. Not even that they want it right now. It's just I don't it doesn't require much energy for me. It doesn't require much of me to change. Like I'm comfortable right where I am. Mm. So I don't I don't want to to rise myself to my highest self. Like that's gonna take too much work. I don't have time for it. I can sit here and go home and do this and everything is fine until it's not fine. And then you want to like speed the process up. Like right, you're trying to catch up. Now you yeah. now, now <laughs> like, you're like, like I want something right now. No. <laughs> wow wow it's like now you're trying to speed time up like yeah i mean and then it's crazy because so many people you know Uh oh oh, i'm sorry but yeah it's crazy because so many people say um i'm playing catch up you know from from two years ago like i really wish i would have spent all this money and did this and that and for me i just look at it like okay well when Uh are you gonna learn Okay, so for the record, we are having some severe technical difficulties. As stated in the intro, we will jump right back into the show. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with Anchor, but here we are. This is where the improv comes in. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with that. And, um... It is easy, you know, most days for like, because for me, I know I don't have to be um, to work until like 730, 715. But um, I mean, I could sleep in until like 615, 630 and still make it there on time and all that. But it it is a little bit challenging for me to wake up, go to the gym and then, you know, I have to drive back home, then get ready for work or, and, you know, all, just it, it is. It sounds like so much, but. For me, I find it easy once I get to the gym. Like once it, once I'm in the presence of whatever it is that I'm about to do, that's when all that extra goes out of the window. And that's and that's for a yeah, lot of it's people, about sure. right. It's a, it's and but that's the hard part. Once you're there, once you're there, oh, it's easy. <laughs> like right. oh, I think but then it, the next it wasn't day. that hard. <laughs> but the next day, the next day comes <laughs> and it's like, oh man, wait a minute, hold on. Like, and and I I have this battle with myself so much, especially when I when I go to the gym and like I I, I go and like let's say I do leg day. This is after leg day. That's the day where it's the hardest to to repeat any other kind of exercise because it's like, oh, I gotta get up and stand up. This is I'm so sore and. You know, all this other stuff, it's just like you, you kind of talk yeah. yourself out of it. But, you know, that brings me to the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is like, you know, I know you being a life coach, you've told people or, you know, in some type of way, you have that voice in your head, the big voice that's just like, no, don't do it. You know, it's so much easier for you to start, stop and watch Netflix and chill out. And then you got that little voice just like, you should probably get up and wash the dishes. You should probably go work out. You should probably go do this. So like, how <laughs> how do you kind of uh, 
teach people to practice listening to that little voice that is going to make them better. So you ask mm-hmm. yourself, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Um, I don't feel like going to the gym, but in this in this case, when nobody cares about what you feel like. Right. Like, what do, you, what do you want? Right. So 10 years for five years from now or whatever, this summer, you mm-hmm. want your body to look a certain way. So I want my body to look away. If I don't get it to look this way, it's my fault. It's And you right. have to take it's your fault. Right. You can't you have to take responsibility. If I don't do it, it's my fault. So do I want to still like what do I want? Point blank and period. And if what I want, if I if I choose to sit at home and watch Netflix and and, and do whatever it is that you're doing, then that's really what you wanted. Because people do what they want to do. Right. The outcome what they, what that they, they want really to want. See. It's kind of like you'll make time for what you really want. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So and, what do you and want? that's a simple question, but it has so much meaning behind it because it's like that's what anything in life. If you you know, want health, if you want wealth, love, happiness, anything. It's like, what are you going to do right now? Because right now is what matters 10 years from now. If you don't, if you don't have the discipline to do the things right now, then you're not going to have the discipline to do it. You know, if you're doing right now, every single day, and it's been like that for 10 years, if you don't change the right now, then 10 years from now, isn't going to change it. To me, that is when like the depression sets in. That's when depression sets in because it's like, you start looking back and then you start like looking forward and then you're lost because you're like, Oh my God, like five years ago, I was like this. I don't even know how this happened. And you know, it's, and and that's when you try. Let's see. What's the problem with that? And believe me, I know because I've been there. What's the problem? problem And what being lost? The problem in focused on the way things were, and the way things are supposed to be or were pro- supposed for to be. For me, when I look at that, the problem in that is it's not fixing anything by you thinking about it. And you have to you have to do something about it. And if you're if you're lost, you kinda kinda have to revisit your foundation and find out once again, like you were saying, like who are you and what do you want? And then you have to focus on the right now. See, the problem is you go you keep oh, yeah. circling into the past of the sulk and the however it is you feel and then the and then the like oh god things should have been this way or things should not have been. but it's the right now like what can you do right now to improve oh yeah most definitely tomorrow but that's where people that's they get stuck in the past and it's like a loop and they keep going and going and going and i'm i'm usually the one that's like shit <laughs> like i don't care yeah. I don't care. Like, we're going to start right here, right now. We're going to change your mind right here, right, right now. None of that matters. We don't, It's right. gone because that's the past, right? It happened to It you. doesn't mean that so it's, it's happening. So it's gone. Yeah, just because it happened doesn't right mean now. that it's happening. It's, it's your choice, yeah. Yeah, Definitely, correct. I agree with that. And then, you know, there's two things that comes out of that. For me, um, it's like, I was listening to this guy give a speech about running marathons, and uh, it was a TED Talk. He was talking about how uh, endurance athletes are how they think. So, for instance, he was saying, like, if somebody's running a marathon, they stay in the now. They like if you start running and you're five to 10 miles in and you start thinking, oh, my God, I got 16 miles to go. Then, yeah, that makes right now suck so much. 
you know, or and then yeah. and, and that's that's <laughs> like when you think about the past, that creates depression. And when you think about the future, that creates anxiety. Oh yeah. Because you don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Yeah. So yeah, you're gonna be nervous because if you don't know what's gonna happen, then you know, most people they either think like positive, they're you know, very, very optimistic. Some people are pessimists, and then you got realists, but you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, that word, that word. The real that word, realist. <laughs> what, do you have something against realist? The word realist? Uh, to themselves. Really? That's how I look at it. If I'm if I'm being honest to myself, then I'm being real to myself. If I say, you know what, like let's say I, I go to an interview and you know there's three people, I'm the realist in the group. The pessimist comes out of the interview and says, I don't think I got that job. The optimist says, oh, man, I'm pretty sure I got that job. I'm waiting on the call. And the realist said, I could have got it. I could, you know, or I could have, you know, flaked out of it. But who knows? We'll see. To me, in my personal opinion, that's realism. It's like things, things in certain situations can go one of two ways. And that's that's it. But when you get into like a pessimistic mindset and you're only thinking about the one way that's bad that is that's the bad thing and then when you have your expectations set so high and you're thinking optimistic I don't think that necessarily that's a bad thing but you're setting yourself up um, for a possible bad result which is being let down okay so what I mean what you what you think what you think about that <laughs> I mean, because I, I want to hear what you think about the the, the term realist. Um, I, I I just real to whom? Because life, our own lives, everybody's life is is based or lived upon in their own throughout themselves, their yeah. own perspective, right? So if we're living, if you if you're among two or three friends, um, to whom you might perceive as um, mm-hmm. extremely positive uh, is optimistic may they may consider themselves to be a realist and they right. may look at you right. and say you're pessimistic that, that's opinionated that's why so I it's real to so myself the, you know because if, if yeah. that's that's part of like what you were saying like finding out who you are you have to be real with yourself so if you're and, and yeah. you know what thank you for clarifying that because that makes a lot of sense as to why you had the reaction that you did. But yeah, you have to be real with yourself. You can't say that you're being real with somebody else because you don't know how they feel. You don't know what they're thinking. You don't know what they've been through. You can't really be like, no, I'm being real with you unless it's just like facts. Like you were talking about drinking soda or eating a bad diet. It's like, okay, I'm going to be real with you. If you keep doing this, you're going to keep gaining weight. That's just, that's that's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, now that's but a real. It's like, oh, I'll be real with you. I don't think yeah. you got the job. Like, come on, dude. Like that, that kind of stuff. No, that's not. That's not yeah. a realist or you know anything like that. And I, I don't condone those types of people around me at all. But um, I, I do try and practice what I call uh optimistic realism. Like for me, I try and look up to you know the the better side. Like pretty much back to the realistic thing if somebody says like a this cup is half full of water or it's half empty everybody knows that saying but um if Mm -hmm. the realist comes in the room and says that's half a glass of water 
he didn't say it was half full or half empty. I think people use words sometimes and that's what makes them go up or down in life. They That one word, this glass is half full or it's half empty. That one word can change a lot of things about how you feel about certain things. Like, And I noticed that with communication with people really is cool. with realism you, you have to say things in a way where it can't be taken neg- negatively or positively. It has You have to say it in a way for it is what it is. And you can't, you have to leave it up to the, the person who you're speaking to. Because if you say that's half a glass of water, I didn't say it was half empty or half full. I just acknowledge the fact of it. It's half a glass of water. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, but anyways, back to kind of what we were talking about. I want to I want to ask you a question um, and ask why did you start podcasting? Like what made you want to start that? Um because I started noticing that I was mm-hmm. from the people that I was talking to um they were all pretty much having very similar experiences or similar emotions or similar um thoughts and patterns. And it was much easier for me to get the message across in a in a way where you could be in the comfort in your home. You didn't have to or in the car, wherever mm-hmm. you, you listen to your podcast and you don't have to, um, you know, you can it, it, it's a it's a it's a private moment where you and I, you may not have the time mm-hmm. to come and talk to seven, you know, or you may not be in the same area to come talk to seven, but you can still listen to and have something a, a part of your your experience part of your day so that's why I said let me just open this up and let me just speak the messages that I you know that that are the the things that I hear from other people and a general like a general sound uh let me give let me give voice to and so I opened up right Right. (laughs) (laughs) so with with that being said like when you did the first episode how did you feel because I know I felt like I was like, oh, my God, I'm opening up because I kind of gave like a whole bio about me. And I was just like, oh, my God, man, I feel so stupid. Like after, you know, even after I listened to it, but I still just say, you know what, I'm going I'm just going to hit the button, publish, share it. Let's go. So how did you mm-hmm. feel when you were doing that, especially with you being a life coach? Did you have any of those feelings? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. The exact same way. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't, I, the first, the very first one, I'm just kind of rambling like, hey, this is sad. I'm telling you a little bit of, like, it's just all over the place. Um, but I kept going mm-hmm. and kept going and kept going and kept going until, you know, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. those feelings, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that's that's crazy, though. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, like I said, you're a life coach. So to me, I'll just think like, oh, well, this is what I do. You know, but and I just I just wanted to, you know, kind of bring that to life for anybody who's listening. Like everybody has some kind of insecurities. Everybody has things, you know, that they deal with or anxiety and things like that. It's just, you know, you have to mix that with courage sometimes and just say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to put myself Mm -hmm. out there. Don't be stupid about it. But just, you know, say I'm going to put myself out there and see what happens, because because if you don't, then you're always going to be wondering, like. (laughs) Oh, I wonder if how my life would have turned out, you know, if you're, you know, 70 or 80, you're like, oh man, I wonder how my life would have turned out if I, if I would have done this, 
that is what pushes me to do things that are outside of my comfort zone because I don't want to look back and say oh man I wasted so much time or oh I I wish I would have done this and I didn't and most of the time people end up blaming Mm -hmm. other people and saying oh I didn't do this because this person was in the way or I didn't do this because that person said it would have been a bad idea it's like what do you think and that once again is like what you were saying you got to find out who you are and you know time will tell eventually so I really want to just say I appreciate you having um, come on the show and spoke your mind. Is there any other questions that you want to ask me? No, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your show. I do appreciate it. I enjoyed this conversation. And so thank you so much. And I hope to, I'm going to extend myself to you for one day having a podcast and coming over to my station and let's have a conversation. So to wrap it all up, tell everybody where they can find you. If you have a website or, you know, how to get in touch with you, if they want any personal life coaching from you, where can they? You can reach, you can reach um, out to me on Instagram or on Twitter. On Instagram, you can find me at Ioska. That's I-O-S-K-A. Again, remember the Institute of Self-Knowledge and Awareness. That's the acronym for that. And on Twitter, you can find me on 7-A-L-H and 7 is spelled S-E-V-Y-N 